But if we don't stop when that alarm goes off and try to figure out what our bodies are telling us, then what normally happens is the smoke detector gets louder. Mm -hmm. Our bodies make more noise because its job is to make sure that we're safe all the time. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist. And I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years. And we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. So welcome back to another episode of Tangible Truths Podcast. Susan and I are hanging out together. Hi, Susan. Hi, Carrie. So first of all, I just want to thank you for being vulnerable because Mm. your family is right in the middle of a pretty traumatic transition. It's really just shaken up your lives, Mm -hmm. the whole entire family. And so I just want to say, first of all, thank you for letting us into this journey with Mm -hmm. you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, I also want to say thanks to our listeners for to continue to pray. Thank you so much. So much. It's been so sweet to hear from people and it has. get their notes of encouragement. Thank you so much, listeners, and thank you, Carrie, for being patient. Yeah. Just thank <sighs> you. It's been it's been intense, but mm-hmm. I think that it's been it's been interesting as well because you and I have had some conversations about things that we've talked about for years and years mm-hmm. in our mentoring relationship. And that is how do we help our clients walk through trauma? Mm-hmm. And here you are having to walk through a really traumatic event in your own personal life mm-hmm. and kind of put into practice some of these things that you've helped your clients walk through for years and years. Mm-hmm. And it's been beautiful to watch how God has equipped you with all of this, not just information, but really like understanding the way that he created us Mm -hmm. to be in relationship with him and to lean on him to when we walk through hard things. So today we're going to dive into a subject that you and I both love, Mm -hmm. how the trauma affects our bodies. Yes, it does. It It affects our bodies greatly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we're going to reference a couple of books during this podcast, and I want to go ahead and start with giving you the names of those. One is called Waking the Tiger by Peter Levine. And the other is The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kolk. The Body Keeps the Score is a book that you and I have. I think we kind of take it with us almost everywhere we go. Almost everywhere. (laughs) I I hold it up to each and every client that walks in the door. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Yes. And a lot of people don't want to read the book The Body Keeps the Score because it's really intense. It's deep. It's a deep It's heavy. But But brilliant. It is very brilliant. And Mm so a couple of things from this and why we're going to talk about this today. Um, Something that Peter Levine said in Waking the Tiger is that trauma will not and can never be fully healed until we address the role played by the body. Mm. Do you believe that's true, Susan? I believe it 100 Mm percent. It is true. It is true. And so we want to talk about what it looks like to engage the body in the process of healing from trauma today. Every single client that walks in my office, every couple, every human, it is vitally important to learn how to listen to your body. Mm -hmm. You know, God 
it says in Psalm 139 that he fearfully and wonderfully made us. Yes. Isn't that true? Yeah. He fearfully and wonderfully made us. And for us to learn to listen to the body of which we are fearfully and wonderfully made by God Mm -hmm. is so critical. And it's especially critical in times of crisis, in times of trauma. You and I have discussed this Mm -hmm. even relationally. Yeah. When we are, quote, triggered by someone or something. Yeah. The role of learning to listen to our body comes in play very strongly in those moments. Mm -hmm. So to learn to listen to our body is so vital to our health Mm -hmm. and well-being for and not just physical health, but mental no. health and emotional health. Brain, mind, and body in the healing of trauma. Yeah. That is a by line here on the body keeps the score. Yeah. So it is so true. Yeah. They all go together when we learn to listen to our body. Mm. And every individual is totally different. Mm-hmm. Like when I really paid attention and I learned to listen to my body where I'm affected in my body mm-hmm. is totally different than where you are. Right. You know, yeah. that's what's so unique. It is. So when we talk about this and peel this onion, it's going to hit you different than where it hits me. Yeah. So if I talk about like my shoulders get tense, mm-hmm. my jaw gets tight, that might not be a reaction that you have. And so you think, well, maybe, oh, well, I'm not angry then if my jaw isn't tight. Right. No, you have to figure out for yourself, right. how does your body respond to different emotions? Yeah. Because the truth is, and this was something really fascinating that I learned in grad school is emotions are physical sensations. Totally. We think that emotions are completely mental, but that's not true. They are physical sensations. Mm -hmm. So when we can connect this physical sensation with the emotion that we're feeling, we begin to have more understanding for ourselves. We do. And then that helps us to figure out, okay, what do I do next? And and it is so true. Boy, that physical sensation, Mm -hmm. you feel it. Where? Yeah. Fill in the blank. Where? You've got to figure that out. You've got to learn to listen to your body. Because I feel it in my chest and my upper torso. Mm. I feel it immediately. Some heat. You know, I just feel it. Yeah. And then I feel it in the back of my neck. And a lot of times it will turn into this headache or something. But I feel it immediately in my chest and my upper torso. I feel like, oh, what just happened? Yes. So I'll know I immediately ask God, what what just happened? Yes. You know, is that I more love about that. me? Mm-hmm. Is that more about them? If it's a relationship right. thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's always a sign that there's something to pay attention always to. Always yeah. a sign. That's my red flag. Okay. Well, I'm going to get a little nerdy and tell you the neuroscience Please about why nerdy. this happens. I love it when <laughs> Carrie gets nerdy. That means she's been doing research. I've been doing research. Okay. So this comes from Bessel's um, book, The Body Keeps the Score. So our bodies have a threat detection system Mm -hmm. that's always on, okay? And it gets activated whenever we have a crisis or a trauma, and that is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Listen, if our bodies didn't have a threat detection system, we would get hurt constantly, physically, emotionally, relationally hurt. And Mm -hmm. so we want to work with our body's Mm -hmm. threat detection system. So here's here's kind of how you can picture it. Our threat detector system is like a smoke detector. Okay? Love it. Yes, love it. But this. the thing is, is that a smoke detector doesn't know the difference between Mm-mm. your house is on fire or 
you're cooking a steak over too high of heat. It certainly does. Right? Mm -hmm. And so like at my house, the smoke detector goes off all the time. And nine times out of 10, it's because I was cooking something over too high of heat. (laughs) Okay. And I have to stop what I'm doing and go turn off the smoke detector. And it's annoying. And the truth is, is that the majority of the time our body sets off an alarm, it's going to be a false alarm. Mm -hmm. It's probably no big deal, but our bodies don't know the difference to Mm -hmm. it. Our job is to stop whatever we're doing, listen to our body, and figure out, okay, is this an actual threat? Is the house really on fire? Do I need to get outside right now? Or do I just need to turn down the burner on the stove? Mm -hmm. But if we don't stop when that alarm goes off and try to figure out what our bodies are telling us, then what normally happens is the smoke detector gets louder. Mm -hmm. Our bodies make more noise because its job is to make sure that we're safe all the time, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we have to learn to stop and to tune into that. So when you said, you know, it's, it's my chest, it's my upper torso, it's the back of my neck. And that causes me to stop and go, God, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. That, that's that's the healthy you thing. listening mm-hmm. to that threat detection system that's in right. your body that's, that's trying right. to get your attention. That's right. And then what's really cool is when we attune to our body, when we stop. Okay, so say, for example, I get a churning in my stomach mm-hmm. and I stop instantly and I go, wait a second, what was that? Mm-hmm. What's going on right now? My body knows that I have stopped and paid attention to it. Mm-hmm. And so it makes the feeling you know, kind of reside a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. because it knows I'm, you paid attention. I paid attention. You paid attention. But if I ignore that and keep, I just keep mm-hmm. going, then my stomach gets really, really upset. Really. And then I start to feel panicky because mm-hmm. my body's going, why aren't you listening to me? Mm-hmm. Now, is this a part where I need to repeat? We are fearfully <laughs> and wonderfully made. It's pretty cool. Isn't it, it is so cool yeah. because God gave us this as a tool. Mm-hmm. A lot of therapists don't like the word tool, but I'm going to use the word because it is an excellent tool. It is an excellent, excellent tool that he has provided us. If we learn to listen to our body to stop and go, Hey, what we're going to do here, right? Because we can let it keep going away. I mean, just go out of control Mm -hmm. or we can stop and say, okay, is it the steak on fire? Mm-hmm. Which I love that example. It's such love a good one. Yeah. The example, because I love word pictures. But is it the steak on fire? Mm-hmm. Or is the house on fire? Yeah. But you don't know that as humans unless you learn to listen to your body. Yeah. So when you're triggered, when you're prompted, when you're in crisis, when you're having a trauma, When you're in a fight with somebody. When you're in a fight with someone relationally, where do you feel it in your body? Hmm. Where do you feel it? I know where I feel it first. It happens every single Mm -hmm. time when I'm triggered Mm -hmm. by someone. If if you were to start yelling at me Mm -hmm. right now, I know where I'm going to feel it. And it's like, whoa, okay. What's going on? Well, I know what's going on, but I have a choice right then. Yeah. What to do next. Yeah. And you know where you feel it. Mm-hmm. And where did you tell me you feel it? Usually it's my jaw. Oh, yeah. Jaw. Or across the back of my shoulders. Okay. Jaw. Just this tightening. And I have numerous clients that tell me lower back yes. is a real 
quote, should I say popular yes. uh, place, but lower back yeah. really aches, tension, mm-hmm. hurts, mm-hmm. painful, a yeah. lot of migraine, yeah. headache, all that. And I've had several like you, mm-hmm. jaw, tense, mm-hmm. tense jaw. And that kind of stuff. A lot of stomach stuff. Yes. That's a real popular Palm one too. Palm of your hand yes. sweating, right? breaking out clammy, clammy hands. Yeah. Sweat. Everybody's different, mm-hmm. but you need to pause and ask God, show me. It's not something we were raised to pay attention exactly. to. Exactly. Generally. Yeah. So it is an intentional effort to know where you feel it mm-hmm. in your body. Yeah. So I'm curious for you, because your family has been walking through mm-hmm. a really difficult time these mm-hmm. last several weeks. Um, how has your body been responding to oh, this? Oh, I, I tell you, as you and I were prepping for this, oh, Carrie, it it just I was like, oh, my gosh, Carrie, it has affected me this way. But in a very unusual way, I do get headaches. Mm-hmm. I mean, I told you I get it in my chest, my right. upper torso. But during this time, I have gotten the worst headaches that start at the very back of my mm. neck, like the worst I've ever experienced. Yeah. And they go up the back of my neck all the way across the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, and they they end in my frontal lobe. Yes, you know, yeah, around my temple. They land there, and it's the worst mm. headache. But they start at the base of that neck, and mm. I can feel them right now. Explaining them to you, yeah, and it's just been awful. And talking about this because I know the research says, yeah, you know, if you haven't taken care of past trauma, yes, it you, builds it builds on top. Right. And I thought I had, you know. Yeah. Well, and I know, and you've said this before, you're currently, you're seeing a counselor yourself working through some stuff. Yes. As we all do from time to time in our lives. And I agree with you because it's like, I know that you have actively been in this season where you're like, there's something hard that I walked through. I'm ready to look at it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to therapy. I'm going to really spend some time and attention focusing on this part that I know that God needs to heal. Yes. Right in the middle of that, your mom's accident happens. Right in the middle. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, of course, the way your body's going to respond to things is going to be heightened. Yes. Because you were already feeling tension. Yes. You were already being really vulnerable and exposed. And that kind of makes our bodies feel just kind of tense and vulnerable. Yes. And then when this comes on top of it, I can't Mm. imagine that that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just thinking it would be totally escalated with the amount of pain that you feel. Yes. That's exactly what's happened. And so that is where my body has just it just hit, mm-hmm. you know, and it just has lived there in the base of my neck. So it is very true what the research says, that if you haven't taken care of a piece of it, yeah. then it it just builds. Yes. And so the body does keep the score is yeah. right. And the achiness. Yes. Of joints mm. uh, is just so intense. Yeah. It's like, oh, you think it's stress, and it probably is yeah. a lot of stress. Stress trumps everything, right? Yeah. But the body is keeping score mm. of all of it. Yeah. And it feels like that. So it is definitely true. You're talking about jaws, but I'm talking about 
all joints Mm -hmm. of the body when it's this big of a trauma. It just feels like everything hurts. Everything. Yeah. And so I just take a deep breath and I I try to do some stretching. Yeah. When I go to the hospital, I try to take the stairs because I'm not doing the exercising that I used to do. I try to take the stairs instead of the elevator. Mm -hmm. I try to do small things. I try to drink my water. Yeah. Uh, and I'm talking to God. I'm crying out to God yes. is what I'm doing. Yeah. And he is very, you know, when you're weak, he is strong. Mm-hmm. What are my constants? Yeah. Just like we right. were saying in our podcast, what do I know? Yeah. And I'm trying to remain strong in those and... It does help. Yeah. I think that that's a really good practical piece of advice, especially when we're walking through something that's that just keeps carrying on, mm-hmm. you know, that we kind of let go of those daily practices mm-hmm. that we know are important to us. Mm-hmm. And so like when we find ourselves in hospital rooms and let's just face it, hospital rooms are not comfortable. The chairs are not comfortable. You're not sleeping. You're, you know, Mm -hmm. reaching over the bed to help care for people. And that causes strain. And we think, well, I can't eat nutritiously. I can't get a good night's sleep. I can't get the exercise in because I have to be here. Mm -hmm. And so I think, yeah, we probably can't to the degree that we have on like a normal, regular week. But I think it's great that you're finding little ways. Like Mm -hmm. maybe I can't get a full workout in today, but I can take the stairs. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe I can't get a full night's sleep, but I can take a few minutes to stretch Mm -hmm. and, you know, to try to close my eyes for just a couple of seconds and do a body scan and relax for just a minute. Mm -hmm. That's why we're talking about paying attention to the body. Mm -hmm. When a crisis comes, we tend to put the body last Mm -hmm. on the list of things to take care of. Mm -hmm. And we can do that, but we're more likely going to end up with residual, really hard stuff stored in our bodies Mm -hmm. than if we would also take care of our bodies in the middle of the crisis to the degree that we can. That's exactly right. And just, you know, reading scripture. Mm-hmm. And I don't have time to read much, yeah. to be honest. Right. But I just reading his word, yeah. you know, as much as I can and just talking to him mm-hmm. and and listening to beautiful worship music. Mm-hmm. Making those choices yes. to surround yourself with things that are actually going to help. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And breathing. Mm. You know, we talk about yes. uh, our the breathing technique when people come in to our offices mm-hmm. that are anxious, mm-hmm. full of anxiety. You know, the breathing technique really does help because yeah. it calms down from the inside out. Yeah. There's nothing magic about the breathing, Mm-mm. but it actually works mm-hmm. if you do it correctly. You know, breathing from the inside calming down those internal organs so it calms from the inside out that really helps when you're doing any kind of body work that's why it's so popular in yoga exactly you know that's what yoga is all about is the the breath work yeah Uh, Yeah. it's the breath work and meditation Mm -hmm. and breathing is so vitally important to paying attention to the body yeah so when we're stressed, me. we yes. tend to take more shallow, quick we breaths. We do. Than when we're relaxed. We do. And so to be intentional about, I'm going to just slow down my breaths. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take, just for the next 30 seconds, I'm going to take it deeper <sighs> breaths and slower breaths. 
it really does help what you're talking about, the inflammation and the joint pain. Mm -hmm. And one thing for me, the foggy mind that comes from stress and crisis, those deep breaths to get more oxygen in our body can help with those foggy mind moments and, and all of that. So I know people kind of roll their eyes when we're like, let's do some deep breathing, But the reason we talk about it so much is it actually does work. It really does. And you are spot on. Every time you talk about breathing, people will roll their eyes. It's true. They do not think it works. Yeah. And it works every single time you do it. Yeah. And um, it works for me. Mm -hmm. It works for you. Yeah. It will work for anyone if they do it properly. Yes. But I have found myself. When I'm in the hospital, I find myself when I'm in the car driving home, when I just can't do another thing and I can't put two thoughts together. You know what I do? I take a deep breath Mm -hmm. and just doing it right now. It is so calming. Yes. And as I said, there's nothing magical about it. It just calms you down from the inside out. And what we are doing by breathing Mm -hmm. is, is we are doing body work. Yes. It's what we're doing. Absolutely. And it, it truly works. And what Carrie and I are doing, listeners, is we are taking these two books, which one of them in particular is pretty deep and trying to make it uber practical. Yes. Because the practicality of learning to listen to your body is truly life-changing. Yeah. And the most practical end is relational. Mm. If you're having a difficult Mm -hmm. conversation with someone and you know how to listen to your body, then your body's already let you know, oh, something's going on. Yes. So, but if you've already stopped and go, hey, then you can take a breath and say, okay, God, is this more about them or more about me? And if it's more about them, you can release them to Mm. God. Because you don't have to own their stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just an example of a very practical thing Mm -hmm. of learning to listen to your body. Or if it's more about you, then you can have this conversation with God all in your head. Like, oh my gosh, this is me. And it's it's pride. Or it's something else. Or whatever. Or it's fear. Or it's fear. And God, thank you for revealing this to me. I, I had no idea. Yeah. And have this conversation with him so you're not taking it personally. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be this conflictual right. thing with that person. Yes. But if you're not listening to your body, it can blow up right. to be something it never should have been. Exactly. Which goes back to what we, the example that we gave at the beginning with the smoke detector. Yes. Right? Is... If we don't listen to it, then we think that everything is a three alarm fire mm-hmm. and our marriage is never going to be saved. I'm never going to be okay. But when we'll stop and actually listen, mm-hmm. we can get clearer direction yes. on what's actually happening. And then nine times out of 10, what's actually happening, mm-hmm. we can do something about that. Exactly. Yes. But and- if we don't stop first. Yes. That's when anxiety takes us under. That's when depression keeps us from being able to function mm-hmm. and all of those things where we can't really move forward. Yes. As my father used to say, when I was early teen, mm-hmm. now remember, early teen girl. Yes. Susan, with you, everything's a 10 on a scale of one to 10. Yes. Everything's a 10. Uh-huh. We've got to have a, a four or a five in there somewhere. Yeah. 
because if everything's a 10, I'm never going to listen to you. Yeah. You know, same with the fire alarm. Mm-hmm. Same thing. We've got to learn to listen to our body or everything will be a 10. Mm-hmm. We don't want everything to be a 10. Yes. We want some fours and some fives <laughs> in there. And maybe an occasional one or two. Wouldn't or that be nice? occasionally a one. Would be lovely. Uh, oh, goodness. That would sounds really great, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we hope that today... First of all, you learned more than anything that our bodies really do keep the score mm-hmm. and that when they react, it's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. God created us this way. God gave us a body with a threat detection system. Threat detection system. And we should that. listen to that threat detection system mm-hmm. because it is a gift to us. It is a gift. Yes. So practically speaking, what we can do when that threat detection system goes off first of all stop and take at least one deep breath Mm -hmm. and then that i love your question of god is this more about them or me Mm -hmm. what's going on here to just get curious Mm -hmm. about what our body's trying to tell us Mm -hmm. and then something that i've put into practice the last couple of months that's really been helpful for me is I will actually ask my body out loud if I can, but if I'm around people, I do it in my head because I don't want people to think I'm that mm-hmm. weird. But I'll literally say out loud, okay, body, I hear you. What do you need from me right now? Mm-hmm. I love that. And what have been some of your answers? I think it varies from time to time. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's you need to take a few deep breaths and calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's go outside and get some fresh air. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's you need to actually speak up for yourself and say what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Right. It kind of varies. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's girl, you haven't had any water all day long. You've been drinking nothing but caffeine. Okay. Maybe go get some water. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Go to bed early. You know, whatever it may be. Call that friend. They didn't mean it that way. Maybe give them the benefit of the doubt and listen to what they have to say. That's perfect. Right. That's that's kind of the same as it's same, but different. Yeah. God, is this more about them them or me? me? Because you listen to your body. Yes. Because you listen to your body. So this whole thing about listening to your body, Mm -hmm. I mean, it it's life changing. It really is. It'll change your day. It'll change your week. And it literally changes your life if you allow it to, as far as the health Mm -hmm. of your life, you know, healthy living, mind, body, spirit. That's what I mean by changing your life. Absolutely. Versus staying in the pit, Mm. staying in conflict, staying in the rat race, not listening keeps you in turmoil. It really does. Keeps your mind in turmoil, yeah. keeps your spirit in turmoil, keeps you not being curious. Mm, then yeah. you assume the worst. We do. Yeah. yeah. Or we numb out completely and don't mm. listen to anything mm-hmm. and just kind of live numb. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good way. Yeah. That's not the way that we were designed. So I love that. Tell us again the question you ask. I ask my body, what do you need from me right now? What do you need from me right now? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So those are some practical ways that maybe we can begin to listen to our bodies. For those of you who aren't as in tune with your body, mm-hmm. you know, maybe set an alarm on your phone like once a day, check in with your body and just be like, is anything going on? Mm-hmm. Um, when you're really angry, stop for a second and be like, do I feel that anywhere? When you're really excited about something, stop for a second and be like, do I feel that anywhere? Mm-hmm. And just begin to learn 
how your body's talking to you and communicating with you. Yeah. Just flex that muscle and ask God Mm. if you're struggling. God, you fearfully and wonderfully made me. And I don't understand how to listen to my body. Will you Mm. help me with that? Love that. Mm -hmm. So practical. Mm -hmm. All right. This has been a fun conversation. We could talk about this for hours. But we are out of time for today. So thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.